All right, uh, two quick messages before we get started with today's episode. Now, uh, you know, I get a lot of questions from people asking me, you know, the how I create these new episodes of the Rise to the Top where we have a PowerPoint or keynote below and then we have the video on top. So you get the best of both worlds. You can see a presentation and also see video. And how we heck are we doing it? It's with GoToMeeting by my good friends at Citrix Online. Why? Because now they have HD faces so you can actually see people in the meeting that you're with. So, you, you know, whether you're creating an interview or, you know, talking to your virtual assistant or whatever the heck you're doing, let your imagination run wild. Go to meeting by Citrix Online. Here's what you got to do. You want a free trial on me? Head over to gotomeeting.com. Click the try it free button and the promo code rise for 45 day free trial. And also, reminder to get on the Rise VIP list for free. You're going to see a little sign-up form below today's episode on the RiseTop.com, also on the right side as well. You can get surprises, VIP-only content for badass online brand builders like you. You're going to get extra commentary from me, tips and more. You're going to find out about all the cool things first, and there's also all kinds of VIP exclusives and uh, tips and stuff that I've been doing as well. So make sure to sign up for that. That is in the show notes and also on the right side of the RiseTop.com. And now here's today's episode. All right, well, welcome everyone to the Rise to the Top. And I got to tell you, I'm David Seitman Garland. I think I'm going to be the low energy person today for the first time, maybe ever, on the history of the Rise to the Top because I've got a spitball of fire of awesome for you today. Forbes Riley in the house. We met at Allie Brown's Shine event this past year, and immediately I was like, this person is freaking awesome. Uh, Forbes, welcome. I like the spitball of energy interview. I, I, that's my going to be my new moniker, Forbes Riley, spitball of energy. Exactly. That's, <laughs> well, it, that's exactly what it is. It's great to meet you. You were hosting Ali's event, and that's what I've done most of my career. I've hosted live events, and you did a really rocking job. So I'm gay, very proud of you. Nice. Well, thank you so much. You know, and it's funny because you, had, you know, if you if you Google Forbes Riley, for example, you're gonna get so many cool things. You know, entrepreneur. You're gonna hear about all the amazing pitches that you've done on late night infomercials and your products and and these things with fit, health and fitness. And you know, it's almost mind blowing. Maybe an interesting way to start is you just did something recently where you were on what was a home shopping network and you had a you had a huge sellout and thousands. Tell us a little bit about that before we even get into this today. Well, and that's so sweet. So, you know, I don't even know if your audience knows what home shopping is. Not a lot of, it turns out only 11% of the people actually watch infomercials and live home shopping. But we still are in 85 million homes and do about $5 billion a year. Mm. And so what's interesting about me and my career is I've taken my love of health and fitness and morphed it into an international business. You're going to mm -hmm. hear from me. I'm going to talk about how I launched my own product, the ups mm -hmm. and downs of that, how if you're listening to this, you could get your product on an infomercial. You know, that's mm. still an amazing way to market. Most of this country who are baby boomers still watch television. Even they may DVR it, but they like their TV, and that's how we get a lot of communication. Um, same thing with home shopping. Those viewers are loyal. And that's still, David, I don't know if you realize, it's like a mom and pop store. If you've got something you love and you want to market it on TV, I'm a great conduit. I live down the street. Mm -hmm. I moved from my house in LA out to St. Pete, Florida, and if you stick around, I, I know you have never done this with me before, I'm going to give you a tour of my house. We're going to start with the walk-in closet back there. Well, no, this is so. This is what, I don't know, this is what success will buy you. I dreamed of being here my whole life. 
And right. I'm going to share it because it's so cool. And we'll end the interview in my sauna, and it's up to you whether I'm wearing any clothes or not. Okay? All right. Hey, all right. Well, we'll get to that. If, if you don't stay tuned for this, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't think we have had a better hook in show history there. Um, but let me tell you, Forbes, you know, what, what's – and this is so interesting because we were talking about this before because you know a lot of the Rise community, you know, internet marketers and people that are, are looking to do this. But you've done this in a very kind of different way but the same concept where basically, number one – the first pillar of the rise to the top is taking something that you're passionate about, that you love, and turning it into a business. And this is something that you've done with many, many times over. Number two is you know, that you, you have passions and hobbies and amazing stuff you do outside of work you know, and family and things like that. You don't get just all consumed. And number three is living life to the fullest. I think you hit all those things. Um, let's start a little bit with people that maybe don't know anything about infomercials whatsoever. And I think this is because I fall in this boat because we learn to create products. Maybe they're information products. Maybe they're, um, you know, something really cool like the Spin Gym, your product. But we don't know anything Wait, about infomercials. Keep talking. I'll be right okay. back. All right. Got it. So um, as Forbes goes to get it, Forbes has this really cool product that she had me playing with in, uh, when we were down in Texas for Allie Brown's Shine event where it was the, called the Spin Gym. Uh, if okay, you gotta, I got one. There it is right there. And, and actually, it's funny. I should have started my interview this way, but I'm trying not to have my whole identity be this little ball of steel. But you know what? You see these arms? By the way, David, do you know, I know you're cute and young and so is a lot of your audience. I turn 52 next week. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> you're like Benjamin Button. Um, go, <laughs> so you're on the wrong way. So, so. Oh, but you know what's funny? Is now, for everybody watching, all kidding aside, you see this little crazy thing? This is, and we'll talk about how I started this company out of nothing. And had hit a lot of roadblocks, but have now sold almost a half a million of these guys. Wow. And I'm sitting here talking to you, and I'm actually getting a workout on my end of the, of the Skype call. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean. First of all, and it's a great product, which I, play, which I had fun playing with down at, at Ali's event. And I want to hear about this because this is interesting. Let's, I, that, that's a great topic to cover. Let's start for a second with this world of infomercials because people, we don't know anything about this. Like, like I guarantee you. And, and you know, to me, that seems like something either unattainable, doesn't make sense. I, I, I just see it from afar. Can you give us sort of like a, like a one whole one lesson on infomercials before we Can talk I about- Can one lesson on Skype about how weird it is to look at myself talking to you? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to fix my hair. Don't even worry about it. It's so funny. All right, so here's the thing. If you've ever, if you ever watched the, the Jacqueline Juicer, have you ever seen me on TV before you yes, met me? Yes, I have. Yeah. That particular infomercial actually grossed about a billion dollars in the eight years it was on TV. So let me backtrack who's Forbes wow. Riley. I was an actress and a dancer, and my biggest issue, which is ironic, and this is so cool for everyone who's starting out, you, you may start out wanting to do something, but you may end up doing something completely else. Yep. I was overweight most of my life, David. I fought my weight. I got criticized for it. I was embarrassed. I, I, I can't even explain to you how horrible a good portion of my life was because every time I would walk out the door, somebody would go, oh, such a pretty face, and could you lose 15 pounds? Uh, um, I, had, uh, I had Don Avelson, the director of the movie Rocky, call me on the phone and offer me a major movie role at a pivotal point in my career and say, but you got to lose 15, 20 pounds. And I was standing there, I actually remember like hmm. eating a donut thinking, I don't know, I, I, I'm listening to you and I know that I'm lying to you because I can't do it, I don't know how to do it. And so fast forward 30 years later, it's become my passion to help people who I know are in that much pain. Mm -hmm. So we talk about making money off your passion. So now I'm acting in uh, on Broadway. I did a show with Christopher Reeve. If you do Google me or go to IMDb, there's some fun stuff. I was in TV and I've been on 24. That seems to be the big thing people are finding out about me now. Right. And one day I walked into an audition. And this is how oh, – it's funny. I actually have one right here. 
The audition was, this was on a desk, and it said, sell me this pen. I've never sold anything in my life. I don't like selling. I don't even know what selling is. Mm-hmm. I do know what it is to passionately engage someone to want to do what I'm talking about. Right. Is that selling? I don't know. And I looked at this and said, oh, you know, my mom used to write me longhand notes when I was in college. And she wrote them all in ink and pen. And I kept them like a stack, like five inches tall. And they all ended, love, mommy. And I realized a pen like this can reach out and touch your heart. Boom. So Jake, it's an emotional story. Well, Jake of Body by Jake walks out from behind the dark camera and grabs him and says, you're going to make me a lot of money. <laughs> I actually ended up making him $500 million when he sold the network that I hosted for five years. Wow. That job that he had created. So get this. This is the old days before the internet. Not internet, but um, before cable. Right. Cable had just started. And so now there was this 24-hour kind of programming with no commercials. It was a very odd time in television. And he created a 24-hour wheel. The wheel looked like this. Top of the hour was aerobics with Tammy Lee Webb, then healthy fitness tips, then Jake in a model, and then me, Forbes mm-hmm. Riley, selling for 12 minutes live to tape whatever health and fitness or wellness concept came along. Mm-hmm. David, for five years, I met and talked to every single person who had anything to do with a health product, a fitness product, awesome. and motivation, and I sold it for them. And it was free for them to come on. We made money, obviously, if it sold. It was the kind of pre-QVC idea. Mm-hmm. Well... Here's what's interesting. So I'm wearing my little jacket trying to cover up the fact that I hate my hips. And they bring on these cute fitness models. And the model will go, okay, so this is like um, what is this again? Okay, oh, it's an ab machine. Like, yeah. Still? Oh, it sells ab. And I would go. For my this. brain. I go, you know, and she had the body that I dreamed of, but I had the sensibility that she didn't even know she needed. And I started saying, look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this, this, this. I'm going to tell you how to sell it. I'm going to answer these questions. And the, ho- the producers got the ranker. Fitness Quest, Quantum, all these big names in fitness came to me in the early days of television. This was infomercial in the early 90s and said, could you host our infomercial? Hmm. You're right. I didn't know what an infomercial was. It is a 30-minute or 28-minute and 30-second commercial mm-hmm. about the product. And my forte is talking about the features, the benefits of what makes something unique. I did 25 of them in five years. Wow. This last week in Tampa, I shot my 113th and 114th Half hour infomercial. It's a business that grossed up more than two billion dollars for me. It's two billion. Yeah, it's billion. We've sold that much. And a couple of interesting things on this. Number one, um, what did you? What have you learned since the beginning on that first time when you grabbed the pen and you were and you were telling the pen story, right? To where we're at now. Okay. What have you learned? about pitching in general you know because this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with sometimes is that they don't they don't feel a hundred percent comfortable with being able like you said before to sell um, when obviously that is something that's very vital in the game so what have you learned about kind of pitching in general as you've gotten better and better and and just had unbelievable numbers at this well and by the way you take it to live home shopping where there is no script and you're literally live in front of an audience where the most obscene things have happened people have fallen gotten sick I mean it's crazy what live pitching is all about but I want to go back for one second before pitching but go to marketing yeah for all marketers out there everybody who thinks they have something to sell let's start with who you're selling it to now I know that's a really basic question but if you don't really understand who your market is you can pretend to know all you want Mm -hmm. you know what you should do and this is what I did with my little spin gym is I took it to the grocery store. I stood outside Starbucks. I went to my hair salon. I said, hey, you want to try something? And I got people's opinions. And I do that with almost every product I do. Because you can think that you know who your market is, and you don't. Mm. And why should you? You as a, how old are you, David? I am a, a, a 28. Okay, so you're a 28-year-old man who's now 
physically fit, looking good, and you and you're certainly economic, and you know who you are. Right. But that's all you know. Right. You don't know the rest of the world. You don't know women. As many men as they tell me about how they should market, they don't know women. And I'll share a story about that. Uh, in my early days, there was a product called Fem Free. Turns out to be an analgesic topical period pain remover. Oh. I'm in a room full of men. Yeah. And are, true story. They're all sitting. First of all, they called it Fem Free. Fem Free is what you are when you're divorced. I'm Fem Free. Right, right. It's not, <laughs> right. Not free of women. Free. free of women, yeah. Women, yeah. And then they're all like, you know, you get your period in the front, you get it in the back. And I literally raised my hand. I said, which one of you guys got your period last month? Yeah, okay. You want to ask the girl in the room? And most people don't do that. And one of the things that's great for me on television is that most of the people who buy on TV, 85% of them are women. They mm -hmm. buy it for their man. Man tells them, you know, you guys don't shop as much as we do. And so I have a distinct advantage is I'm a woman. If you're a man marketing, you might want to talk to your mom. I just, okay, I just had this conversation. I'm introducing a new product. I won't tell you what it is, but it's brought to us by the Silicon Valley guys. Okay. And I stress they're all guys. And they're all young and they're hip and they're very wealthy. They've all come from other businesses. And they're talking about a kind of fitness product. And I turned to one of them and he completely shot up when I said this. I said, have you tried to sell this to your mom? He's like, why would I do that? See, because that's your audience. Right. And if you're coming to home shopping, if your mom is not buying it, no one in my no one's buying it in my audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right. So the first thing you want to do is you really. I've had people actually argue with me. Well, I like it. And my friends like it. I get that. That's not the market. Right. So take your product out and talk to 200 people. And here's the thing: objectively, write down what they say because it won't all be positive. And here's the cool thing: you learn more about your product from the negative. Well, it doesn't do this, and I would like it to do that. And you got to listen to what people say. Now, on the other side of that, when people tell you, like your friends will go, oh, you can't do that, don't listen to the word no. You can do whatever you want to do and what you set your heart to do. But there is kind of a, a statistical theorem here. Mm -hmm. If out of 100 people, 98 of them don't like it, and you're like, but I think it's great. Right. Don't put your money Scrap it. Right. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing, and this is really important if you're pitching, especially if you're pitching on video, which is now because it's always been my expertise. But when you're talking on the radio, who are you talking to? Well, the way that I approach it, I try to approach it that I'm talking to literally one person. That's like exa exactly my target. I have a profile. I have a name. I got all these different things on it. That's the way that I try to go about it. You know? And you are successful at that. When I ask most people who they're talking to, their answer is the audience. Right. And you cannot talk to an audience. You're only ever talking to that one person, that one set of ears who is listening to you. And you remember ever go to a concert where you believe the singer was actually singing to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you buy. That's why you get motivated. And the best thing I can tell you about pitching overall is you don't pitch the features. The pen has ink. It feels good. It's yeah, got it's a got a cap. cap. It's got some black color yeah there you go nobody cares now is that's important yes but I talked to you and I did this instinctively how does it make you feel mm -hmm. you know when I write a note and I write a love note I realize that this could be the conduit between me and somebody that I miss so very much how much better is writing it than an email I do that with every product that I take on mm -hmm. how does it make you feel why do you want it what are the benefits to your life I see I'm thrilled by products look around your office right there everything in your office you bought right and I hate to say it, but have you ever, isn't it feel terrible when someone tries to sell you something? Yeah, because then you get the used car salesman situation. And, and you know, and, and it's funny because everyone ha that's an entrepreneur, especially in the internet marketing, and everyone, you, you're going to have that point 
where you're going to have to quote unquote pitch no matter what it is. It might be via an email. It might be via a blog post. It might be via video, which of course is more and more common. But you know, we all have products, whether I don't care what it is. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's a physical product like this pen or it's information or whatever it might be, there's a point to pitch. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's interesting that you just have incredible skill at it where it just looks so natural. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because I also think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Forbes, from your experience, video is the most powerful form of doing this, period. Well, positive and negative. I just watched a girlfriend of mine who was absolutely stunningly beautiful. She put her little video on her Facebook, and I was like, girlfriend, cut that thing off because you are terrible. You ah. can kill because if you're not skilled at this, that you and I probably take for granted. Mm -hmm. I mean, I teach this. And by the way, I'm opening my own TV studio down here in St. Pete. I have a 20, I have a 5,000 square foot TV studio to teach. I mean, that's Sweet. one of the things you're going to do. Okay. Because I love this. If you've got something in your heart and you want to communicate, if you're the kind, I just did this. If I'm talking like this the whole time, and because I need, is right. that how distracting was that? If right. I'm doing this, if I'm, you don't even realize Talk that with hands. Yeah. all of these things. So, one of the things is to find out who you are and what you're talking about. Second thing is you got to throw that script away. If you've mm -hmm. ever been to a speech and you hear this red, oh my God, it makes me nuts. I mean, you saw the people, we went to Ali Brown. What's the difference between a good speaker and a bad speaker? What they have to say, of course. Yeah, but it's how they say it. It's more Period. important. Yeah. So you need to practice. I think you need a coach. And you know, and I'm going to pitch this because I just started actually formally coaching No, please people. do because this is, a, this is a vital skill for a, a – because I've seen – I've seen uh, before. I'm as my antidote here. I've seen way too many people now say, doing exactly what you just mentioned, where it's like, okay, we understand videos in port. We've had a lot of practice at it. I was awful when I was first on video, uh, you know. It, it, but now I've been doing it for years. You've been doing it for years, you know. But people get on there and they're like, okay, and then it's not so good. It can hurt. I get it. Um, and there, but there's never you hear the same tips over and over again. Like do this, try this. There's never really been great training to help someone say, okay, that's an expert, sit there and say, no, 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 you're doing too much with the hands, you're doing, uh, you know, you're doing, that wasn't the right way to, go, you know, whatever. And so this is, I think, super interesting. I didn't even know you were doing this, so this is a surprise for well, me too, me and I am pumped. It's because <laughs> I love people. I'll do it for you. I mean, I will coach you. I've got some thoughts about what you're doing, and we all do. By the way, Michael Jordan, best basketball player in the world, a coach. had a coach. Right, I so understood. I and coaches, but I don't think, and I get a little, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the seven secrets to this, the 10 secrets. You, yeah, you even asked me, you made the four. Bullshit. That is not how life works. I get the generic same tips. One, one, five tips to losing weight, exercise more, drink water, count, you know, write down your food. I, the same tips I read everywhere. Right. That's not really to the heart of it. So yes, I do coach one-on-one -on -one. and I am actually going to try to create in the forum because it's less expensive in a bigger forum with a more of a, you know, so that more people can join in. Yeah. But if your business is relying now on you communicating through this little thing that you're watching here, you need somebody like me. Because mm -hmm. if you don't understand how, and, and it's not something, I'm gonna tell you my tips, who cares? It's I'm looking at you, David, and I'm looking and saying, how are you sitting in your chair right now? What's the background that you decided to choose? Right. How do you actually speak? I've had people that act like that. They go, what's wrong with my voice? What's wrong with your voice? Let's have a conversation about this. Right. Uh, how you look, how your makeup is, does your hair meet your, your clothing? Are you, there's so many nuances. I watched Les Brown do this the other day. Les Brown was uh, at a private function with me, and we, a guy got up to speak about his internet company. Very mm -hmm. successful man. Les got up after him and ripped this guy apart. Ooh. Not for what the content was, but his bad storytelling. His, his delivery. His, and, it, and it was so, when he got finished, Les was, it was amazing. Because we let the guy go back up. 
Now he's a major CEO. And all of a sudden he's painting pictures and having people dream and sucking you in. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so nuanced. But you know, it could be the difference between him making 5 million and 10 million. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be speaking when you, Steve Jobs got up and pitched Apple. You got to have that. And I don't care if the charisma is kind of a laid back charisma. You got to find your thing. But when you key into your thing, and I say that, that's it's like the most generic sentence. When you key into your thing, you find Nirvana. Billy Blanks, when he got on to talk about mm. typo. Yeah. Delaney, One of my he, favorites. But you know when the guy was there talking about it wasn't an actor pretending to be that. No, he was so fired up. I don't know what he was on that day, but yeah, he he was fired up. I can remember that. Well, I used to train with him in LA, so he actually would teach class that way. He's always fired up. Right. But if you're pretending to be somebody else, that's one of those things. I, I coach for HSN at a very high level. I coach their celebrities. Right. Well, because they don't sell for a living. Right. They they they're they're acting or they're or they're doing some other kind of role. They're not they're not their goal is not to get you to necessarily buy something when they're doing their other roles. Right. I had a very, very famous woman call me, which is always kind of exciting on the phone, and she said I said, Why are you calling me? Not why are you calling me like as opposed to someone else, but what do you want? And she said, right. Well, I want to sell more. And I watched her videotape and I said, No, you don't. So what do you mean? I said, You sell out. I said, What you don't have is you're not comfortable up there. You hate it. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're intimidated by the ho and she looked at me and said, Well, she said on the phone, she said, oh my God, my husband's the only one who ever said that to me. I said, well, number one, it's hard to stand up to you because everybody knows you and thinks that you're great. And in your world, you are great. In this world of communicating live, of talking to a host, of demoing a product, of making it seamless and making that person want you, you just need some coaching. Yeah, and I agree because you know this is a pu- there's a puzzle, right? There's a puzzle of different things that go into a successful product, a successful business, a successful brand, all these different things. And sometimes that missing piece is that communication piece. And you know, a, a good buddy of ours, both of ours, uh, Lewis Howes, okay. And his recent thing, I remember him, and many people have said this before, but it's just I just happened to read his ebook recently, so it's on the top of my brain. Was that he actually had a quote in there where he said. You know, good commu- something like this. Good communicators get paid more. And then he explained that he almost said, "I think good communicators get paid more," or usually good communicators get paid oh. more. And he said, "You know what? I x that out and said good communicators get paid more because it's a fact, not not a not a rumor, not a sort of sometimes. It's it's the it's the people that are epic storytellers that have the emotion, but also like you said." They have the experience and the, the coaching and someone helping them. I mean, a lot of this stuff can be natural and just elevated with probably the, some help as well. You know? Do you hear somebody tell a bad joke? They're a nice person. They're fun, but they tell they just don't know how to do this. Yes. This is a skill. And what's interesting now is I'm just seeing it more and more, which is why – and I don't do it very often, by the way. I take on very few people because I have a very vast business, mm-hmm. the business of being on television, the business of being a mom to nine-year-old twins. Definitely a business. That's a business keeping this guy alive, growing my own fitness empire. Because what I'm doing is I get to inspire people. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I'm, what I'm trying to do, and this is where I love talking to my internet marketers, is how to recreate is what I'm doing coachable through other people. I actually just talked to a company out in Utah that I'm going to kind of coach their coaches okay. so people can call and sure. say, hey, I get what Forbes is talking about so that I don't have to do it all. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that I'm learning as a business. You know, A lot of things that I've learned as an entrepreneur – one of the newest things, and I got this from Michael Gerber, the e-myth, yeah, sure. is that you're probably a, an, an actor or a TV host, right? But you also have a business. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist or someone who's a dentist or a lawyer. They had an entrepreneurial seizure. Yeah. If you've created a product, you're not an entrepreneur. 
You're somebody who now has to run a business because you really want to get your product out there. Right. And there's so many things that are complicated to getting that out there. You know, what is it that all of a sudden you have to do bookkeeping and pay bills and pay taxes and, and understand how to do your internet marketing and your Facebook. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, all of these things to be, all I want to do is get people fit. Right. How to become this business to get this people. monstrosity, if you will. Yeah, and, and actually, it's a perfect segue, Forbes. And, and by the way, is there is there a link specifically for that yet, or or not yet? In terms, yes. of, uh, no, for the uh, we well, you know that one. We're gonna link that up for sure. But uh, for people that might be thinking, you know what, I need some communication help or something like that. Is there a best right, you know place what to I'm send? Gonna them? Do for you, I'm gonna actually give you guys my. I was gonna say my business email, but let this be my personal email. Okay. You, well, no, you know what? It's okay if you. Well, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, you will get what you ask for here with Rise Nation, by the way. So. Oh, you know what? Let me do that. All right. So here's what I do for coaching. Do Forbes F O R B E S mm -hmm. at myspingym.com. So it's M Y Spin Gym G Y M dot com. Okay. So, you can get there. My, Forbes at myspingym.com for coaching. Okay. Um, cool. I don't have. A, here's the thing, David, and this is I'm doing this for you. I don't advertise. Yeah, I know she really doesn't. Yeah. Because I can't. Can you imagine right, right now, unless I create a class for hundreds and hundreds of people at a time, I do one-on-one. -on -one. I do certainly a sliding scale depending on how when people plead with me. Right. <laughs> but I also do celebrities on HSN. There's a couple of coaching things that I'm going to offer you that I don't think I've made public to anybody. So one, if you've got a product that you think could be on an infomercial, that you think could be on home shopping, I will consult with you. It's an hour, and even for the first hour, just to consult, it's an hourly fee because I get people everywhere in the airport. Sure, you, you'd be doing that all day. I always say to people that, you know, you never get to see your husband and twins, or I always say my wife, you know, whatever. It's true, you know? So I will send the information what it is. Again, I don't even publish my rates to people. Cool, that's fine. Um, so just so email that, Forbes at spin, uh, myspingym.com if that's if if that, that, a product. And here, just so you know, they don't usually take books, they don't usually take IP products. Now, IP products work really well on infomercials. But you got to have the money to fund that. So if you're going to fund, because I just did Anthony Morrison's. We IP, and you mean information products, right? Information, yeah. yes. So I just hosted Anthony Morrison's and his brother Adrian, who markets on Facebook. So those, those are very popular now. You've seen Dean Graciosi make millions selling real estate on television. Mm -hmm. I can coach you to do that. So for some people, but you know, if you're going to do an infomercial, don't even have this conversation unless you're going to put out thirty dollars to $50,000 to shoot your infomercial. Okay. Now, Got not it. an investment, I'll Good tell you enough. why that's... But here's what's interesting. In the old days, you would shoot an infomercial, and if it didn't work on TV, and there's a formula for that, you have to pay for the media, and then the product that you sell has to pay for it and have your back end in place. If it died on TV, it died. But now, you can take that same footage, professionally produced, and put it on the internet. Sure. You can cut right. it up. So right. to me, if you hire the right team to do an infomercial nowadays... That could be your calling card for everything you want to do. Super money well spent as opposed to everyone's got their little flip phones out now trying to make their internet stuff. Mm -hmm. The more professional stuff tends to sell. Well, actually, so, you know, Forbes, an interesting question on that, right? I didn't want to interrupt there, um, but but there's there's so many things we can talk about. It's just unbelievable today. Is that we, we have to have like a nine-part interview, you know what I mean? Uh, but it, it's uh, uh, that's actually an interesting thing that I was thinking. Is that how it works with infomercials in general? Because I know a lot of us are just – rookies to that game at, at all meaning like you you paid it you, you mentioned that you pay to get the commercial done in some cases some cases you don't and then do you pay for airtime and like how, how does it even work you know okay so here's my thought there's a couple of steps to this there are marketing experts that's what they do they have dr direct response marketing companies you don't want you can't run your own campaign so if you're a say let's say David wants to create his own how to have your own internet 
website. Okay. No, oh, I have that. It's called Create Awesome Interviews. Basically, it's it's yeah. it's yeah, uh, an interview show. But yeah, I think it could sell on television. Yeah, but you yeah. would have your program put together. You'd figure out what your upsells are. How are you going to make money? So you get something that gets the phone to ring. So maybe you get a you know a 1999 book of yours or an e something. What's on the back end so that every time somebody picks up the phone, they're they're going to spend between eighty and hundred dollars. And that's, that's like a key pi price point for. For, I gotcha. Okay. Because the media that you're buying on TV costs X in the middle of the night, which is why you see infomercials in the middle of the night, costs $500 a half hour or $5,000 a half hour or $30,000 if you're on ABC primetime. Right. You know, they buy the, that's why when you see half hours at night, because usually there's no programming there. What you see during the day is two minute spots. If you've got something you can convey in two minutes, I mean, think about all the Billy Mays commercials you yeah, saw. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about. Um... Yeah, and a lot of the fitness products, I would see shortened versions of that, you know, periodically. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm thinking of the guy, uh, the ponytail, Tony, uh, Tony Little guy, right? Yes. With the thing, and he's got the thing, just on TV gazelle, with and he's got the gazelle, and he's on the thing, and, you know, I'm picturing him. Well, but picture everybody, Insanity, P90X, they're all doing very well. Actually, sure. fitness is a really good time right now. Yeah. Um, so there's way, again, it's a huge conversation to have, which is why if somebody wanted to book an hour of time just to understand how do I do an infomercial, but you can also pay to shoot your own and then give it to a marketing company. Mm -hmm. So say you want creative control. Like I said, thirty dollars to $50,000 to shoot a half hour yep. of your own. Yep. Don't do this all by yourself. Find someone, and if it's not me, and that's okay, find somebody who knows what they're doing because the most important thing is what's called the CTA. Do you know what a CTA is? Uh, call to action. Bingo. What do you think a call to action is? I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, a call to action for what? An infomercial? For anything. Uh... Well, let's see. Meaning, meaning, like, what is what is it literally? Well, what what it is is it's the next step. It's what you tell them to do. Um, you know, my guess is for for an infomercial, it's going to be pick up the phone or 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 take take thing on an action. You know, it's it's an action step. So so it could be like online on on the show and an advertisement or a sponsor of the show. It might be to sign up for a free trial. It might be to go to a free webinar. Or it might be to join an email list. There, there's something like that. But it has to be specific and something that you can do and only one thing. See, this is why you're good. Isn't that nice? Yeah, so I passed and I win? Okay. You know what you did. And well, because most people don't know what that is. And it is a call to action. And here's why, why I'm a specialist. So not only is it technically, you know, pick up the phone and call now, but I went ahead recently in the last couple of years and got certified in NLP and hypnosis. Mm -hmm. you know, and NLP is neurolinguistic Neuro programming. Neurolinguistic programming, yeah. Big Tony because, Robbins thing. Yeah. Well, hey, what's interesting is that human behavior is actually very predictable. You know, what's why we tell jokes in three steps. If you tell somebody to go to the phone, pick it up, and dial the number, they're more likely to do it than if you just give them one of those commands. Oh, interesting. interesting. Okay. So that's, again, I get called in a lot to companies at, just as the consultant once they're already going because you have to write your script and then write your CTA. And really that is the genius of why is someone going to pick up the phone? What research have you done? Who's going to pick up the phone and actually take action to get your product implemented in their lives and make their lives better? Mm -hmm. I, basically that's why we buy any product that we do. We want to make our lives better. We want to learn more, do more, be fitter, make more money, have a better love life extends. I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah. But that's why we buy. So it's always the same. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. How to take action. Yeah. And anyway, that, that's what it's all about. That conversation. Um, and same thing with HSN. If you've got a product that you think could sell to a massive amount of people, there's a huge barrier to entry there. Mm -hmm. That's why you have an agent. That's why you have somebody who can get you into the door who has those relationships. But I meet people every single day. I get emails about new products. I always look at them. I'm excited to find, here's the thing about me. I'm only on TV if I get a funnel of new products. Mm -hmm. So I'm always on the lookout 
that exciting new product. I'm in fact launching my newest one. Have you heard of Strive? No. S-T-R-I-I-V. Strive is a souped up pedometer. Okay. You actually walk and exercise huh. and then two things happen. One, you Strive. can get enough points to play the game. Okay. Or also they'll make donations for you uh, like three different charities for water in Africa. You just oh, plug cool. yes, I walk my laps. Cool. They'll donate money. Oh, that's a really cool idea. Yeah, so check that one out. I'm very excited about that product. All right, very cool. So first, I want to, uh, the final section here before we get our tour is we, ha I, I really want to talk about Spin Gym, which is your product. Because you mentioned before, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes here, you know, you said this was such an incredible learning experience for you, you know, rocking out with this. Well, first of all, check that out. I mean, you got the pipes going, you know, so we, we, yeah. So if you're a woman watching this, just get one. Don't even ask me why. This used to be kind of a big, I'm 52 years old. I never had arms. My mom was 260 pounds my entire life. I grew up in the Kentucky Fried Chicken McDonald's household right. in the 70s where you ate until you exploded and then you had dessert. So this is a very new phenomenon to me. This little guy burns, where is yours by the way? Do you, uh, I never have, uh, it was not, I don't have a spin gym. My only usage was in, um, in at Allie Brown's. I know, it's terrible. And I tell you, the little damn thing is hard to do, which is good in a good way. You know? uh, now I need to, because next time I see you interviewing, I better see some action going on. I'll tell you what, you're sitting there, and you are Mr. Fitness now. Right, and I need a pink one, too. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah, but we got to hear about this, because this is super interesting, is that this was, this is your, like, big, I mean, that, a number that struck out to me in this interview early on, and I wrote it down here, because I was like, I have to go back on this, so we're not going to, or I'm going to be upset, um, is you said that you've sold half a million of these, these, these spin gyms. I mean, it's, that's unbelievable can you tell us number one where did the idea come from where you're like you know what it is time for me to do my own product and this is what it's gonna be well let me tell you something not only did I sell a half a million in the face of everybody including on public on television telling me I couldn't do this really there was me, resistance this will go down for me as the greatest story at the end of my life the decision to risk everything I had to do this will on my tombstone it's gonna say most tenacious person ever I should have given up so many times. I should have given up when the 5,000 people on YouTube told me that I was wrong. When Billy Mays and Anthony Sullivan, I was on their TV, said, said I was wrong. I probably should have quit really? a long time ago. Wow. But I, I had a vision. So it started, I got the lead in a TV series about seven years ago. Finally, what I thought I wanted, be this actress. It was a really cool role. You can go, by the way, to Fashion House. That's Fashion House, like it sounds, on YouTube. Okay. And actually see the half-hour pilot, or the, the pilot of me starring in a TV series. And tell me if I'm any good. I mean, I thought it was great. And Fox, at the very last minute, thought they couldn't market it on my name, so they replaced me with Bo Derek. Ah, Art. And then my, that. you know what? And the show died, by the way. Yeah. My agent calls me and he says, you know what, Forbes, I'm going to let you go. I'm like, I'm 40-something. What do you mean go? Go where? I just got the lead in the show. He said, look, he said, you're a talented actress. He said, but you don't have a failed TV series. Nobody really knows your name in the industry. And I it's so hard to sell you. I know you're good, but it's making me nuts, and it's making you nuts. He said, you are big in this infomercial world. You make money. Why don't you go off, brand yourself? And this is really wild. About seven years ago, he said those words, brand yourself. And if you still want to act, buy your own movie. Well, I picked up my kids. I was living in L.A. My husband was working for a company. And I said, I'm going to go to HSN. I moved from QVC down to, down to Florida. I had three-year-old twins. And I literally sat in a rented apartment walking around a lot going, brand myself. What, what, what brand? What does that right. brand? And I, because I thought... I, I, I host TV shows. I was the host of ESPN's X Games. I had done hundreds of commercials. I had my own talk show. I had a dog game. And I'm an actress. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm just, a, I'm just me. Mm -hmm. Then I did something interesting. I turned around. And I said, well, 
forget what I want to do. What have I done? And I looked around and I said, well, you know, you did just spend like six years on the Jacqueline Juicer and the Montel Williams Health Master and Body by Jake. And, you, and then I started to add up my fitness infomercials and my hours on live TV. I'd already spent about 15 years on live TV selling fitness products on QVC. Right. I sold an elliptical. I sold all kind of trainers. I went to London every six weeks to sell. These were just my day job. Mm -hmm. And I added up my day job and I had grossed $2 billion of fitness products live on television. And I said, I'm going to call myself the $2 billion host. David, Perfect. as soon as I did that, Perfect. I did, as soon as I did that, I get a call from um, the National Fitness Hall of Fame. And they, because now Facebook's out there, so I'm starting to talk about who I am and what I'm doing. Right, get to share that story and that brand. I mean, it's, it's a, this is unbelievable. I'm just sitting back. I don't even want to ask questions. This is a great story. Go, continue. <laughs> we watched your career, your whole, I didn't know I had a career. I had a day job. Mm -hmm. And you know what's even funny about my day job? I used to go to QVC from L.A. Now, that was in Philadelphia. L.A. is here. That's a five-and-a-half-hour flight. Right. And I would do it every six weeks. My friends who were waitresses, because we all wanted to be actresses, would say, oh, Forbes, you're selling out. What are you doing? And I said, I have a $10,000 check in my pocket, and you're waitressing. <laughs> I'm selling out, but I'm selling a lot of out. Right, yeah. And out is delicious. Yeah. Well, but back then it was really risky because people in my industry thought that I was being really cheesy. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I'm tripping over Mariah Carey, Eva Longoria, Mario Lopez. I, the, the people that I'm tripping over at HSN is insane. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always help to be ahead of your time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm walking around and Tony Little's a friend of mine. And I said, and I'm going, you know, he's really successful. The gazelle. But the most successful person is a woman you don't know. Her name is Joy Mangana. Okay. You know what the number one selling product at HSN is? Of the all time? Oh, no. God. Uh, it's not even what you think. It's called Huggable Hangers. It is a literally a hanger, a felt hanger. I watched this woman really? sell a $100 set of these. She sold $85,000 one night. Oh, Do the math. Not bad. One, one day, 24 That's hours. That's incredible. You don't know her name, but she lives in a 40,000 square foot house and has an empire. So I thought, you know, I have to figure this is, I don't have to be Angelina Jolie or. Jane Fonda, like I thought, I can be a star in my own world. Yeah, sure. And then I the only way to do that, though, is not to keep being the face of something else. You have to find your own product. Another year goes by of me. People sent me products, and I hated everything. Right. It was all the same. It was the ab rocker. It was the this. It was the that. And then I did something. I have two golden rules. Oh, wait. My, am I losing you? It's no, no. I, I, I'm good. If, if you can see, I can <laughs> no, see. I, I don't want to interrupt anything. I'm just, I'm just being awkwardly silent. That's all we got. By the way, that bing was that I sold a, a swim gym on Amazon. Wait, there you go. One. Right. <laughs> every sale, every sale's a win. That's that's the beautiful thing about selling stuff online too. All right. So here's the, I have two golden rules. At least I did it in my 30s. My two gold, my first golden rule was don't do naked in a movie. Mm -hmm. Now I broke that rule twice. You can actually find it somewhere. Not on too bad. I know what I'll be doing after this interview. I know. No, I'm just kidding. But yes, I seriously, well, I probably will. But I didn't go nuts. The second one was don't ever sell a product you don't love. So I'm sitting home one day, I had my babies, and England calls, not all of England, but QVC, and she said, would you sell an elliptical? Would you come back and do what's called a TS? TS is you're on for 24 hours. You can personally make almost $100,000 in a day. You can sell millions. I watched Joy Mangano sell $15 million one day with this Today special. So I said, sure, I'll go over. I love ellipticals. Well, then the elliptical showed up at my house, and it was a cheesy kind of manual thing and I hated it and I right. thought, oh god I, and I already said yes and you're like oh crap I have to go on TV now and promote a product that I don't really that I do not want to put my name behind or really support correct I was livid right. I never do that it's the, to me it's the most uncomfortable thing in the world oh yeah I, and I've had to do that before on different things it's just I can I can tell you there's nothing worse there's just nothing worse
Right, and if you're, if you're a person who has standards, so I'm sitting in England in the green room, which is a no-windowed kind of room before you go on TV. I go on, I do my first one, and I'm thinking, I hate this. I'm so miserable. My next one is at 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 in the morning, 5. I'm up all, 24 hours of this, and I'm sitting there, and the guy walks in, and he's with a silver spin gym. Actually, I'm going to get my silver one. Hang on, don't go away. All right. You guys got to love Forbes' energy, by the way, today. It was funny because we were talking about like what to talk about before. There's so much good stuff. All right, here we go. We got the silver one. So he one. had a silver spin gym, right? And he's walking, he's playing. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, this is a, and he had a different name for it. It's a little fitness product we do in the office. You just kind of use it as a de-stressor. And I thought, <laughs> okay, let me try it. And I did it and nothing happened. It was stupid. And I said, this is stupid. And he said, well, I don't know what you think, but I sell thousands of these. He goes on television and he sells out. And I thought, all right, I'm sorry. Could you come back here for, now it's three o'clock in the morning. And I got it to spin. And the second you get this to spin, I had – oh, did I freeze on you? No, yeah, I'm good. I had a vision, David, of the rest of my life. This has never happened to me before. I'm not that big a risk taker. And I thought, oh, my God, I am a martial artist of 30 years. I got mugged in the early 80s, and I've been training ever since. Right. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I'm a Broadway dancer and a person who hates her arms. I mean, I had big arms that were like this saggy thing. I could do everything with this. And he looked at me, and he said, if you think so – here. I said, what do you mean here? He said, look, we've been doing the company for X amount of years. We made X amount of dollars. We don't really see it as a fitness product. You seem to have a, an idea for this. If you could sell, well, let's make a contract. And in the middle of the night, we did. And I walked home with this thing. And it's weird because you look at it and you go, I don't really get it. And I thought, there's something here. Right. It took me almost a year before I launched. I was kind of, I was sitting in the stands watching my kids swim for an entire summer, making up the exercise going, wow, tries and then biceps and wow squats and legs and cardio and I, I but I didn't have a business plan I'm really not a business person I'm a spokesperson I'm an actress mm -hmm. I put this in my pocket and I went to my convention for infomercials in Las Vegas that year mm -hmm. and I had won the year before I'd won best presenter of the year and this camera crew comes up to me and they said hey we're doing a show called Pitchman would you give us an interview about Anthony Sullivan and Billy Mays? I said, well, they're dear friends of mine, absolutely. And I started talking, yada, yada, yada. And they said words that changed my life. So, Forbes, what are you working on? And I said, well, I have this spingem in my pocket. This is my next project. And they said, oh, why don't you show this to Sully? And we'll put this on pitch, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't say yes. I no. said, sells mops. Why would I do that? I know everybody in the fitness industry. I just didn't know if I wanted it to be an infomercial. Okay, got it. People had that in their head. It's like a cheesy product. I got it. Yeah. I said, it's not cheesy. Right. And it was right before the shake weight had come out. <laughs> I had to do that. I know. Uh, and then they took me and they said, you know what? We're going to put you on our show. We're going to promote this. We're going to create it. We're going to do the two-minute infomercial. We're going to take you to AJ Kubani, who does Telebrams. I got all excited. I thought, oh, this is amazing. Long and short of it, I spent five months filming the show. I forgot, David, that it wasn't about reality. Reality shows are about good guys and bad guys and drama and sure. television. It's a storyline with just relatively real people, quote unquote. Yeah, right. sort of. They had Billy host all of them and they let me host my one episode. And somehow the producers decided that it'd be more fun if I was the bad girl. Oh, great. Well, but I didn't know that. Yeah, I that sucks. Out there, I kept saying, I, want, I was at the beginning stages of this and I was trying so hard. I also thought this needs to be, that when I first used to make it, they were like 8 or $9 to make with a DVD and a book. So you can sell it for twenty nine ninety nine, and they said no, no, no. We want to sell it for nine ninety nine. Well, how could you do that? Right. And they showed me a plastic one. They said, well, oh. you just sell the plastic. And on television, I said I would never put my name 
on a piece of cheap plastic crap that you sell for $9.99. Well, snip, snip. It says on TV, which if you watch the episode, it says, I would never put my name on something that sells for $9.99. But that's not true. Right. They took it out of context. The next morning when that show aired, David, there were thousands of YouTube people who called me a greedy bitch. Ah, jeez. That's not what I said. It was never what I meant, never what I said. They shot their infomercial. They had the wrong messaging. Remember I talked about messaging at the beginning of this mm -hmm. program? Mm -hmm. They had big buff guys like, for the chest, it's the best. Right, and I was right. like, no, for a woman, you stick it in your purse and you're waiting for your date. Right, you're, to you're toning and you're, yeah, it's not about, it's not about winning uh, the Arnold Classic here. Well, so I didn't, okay, the show airs. I get crucified, on, I literally crucified on YouTube. Thousands of people yeah. saw oh, this and had a different approach. Although the women who watched it, they were, became my cheerleaders. They're like, Forbes, you're the underdog. Your show didn't work, but you had such heart. And I said, you know what? I think I can do this. And I said to my husband, let's mortgage our house and everything we have. I think we have a business here. And he said, I love you. You're crazy, but okay. Thousands and thousands wow. and thousands of dollars to launch this. And then when I went to HSN, that was my home, they said, we don't want to do it. I said, are you kidding me? They said, yeah, we saw the TV show and it didn't work. I said, but it will work. Please believe me. And they didn't. And so I'm literally walking around. I have 10000 in a warehouse. I am now broke. And I've got this in my pocket going, wait a second. What happened here? And I was, the guys from England were here shooting what's called Ideal World, their version of the home shopping. And I literally knocked on their door and said, can I have two minutes of airtime? They're like, well, what? I said, I have a fitness product. I have what I think is amazing. Give me two minutes. Let's see what we could do. And they literally, they said, yeah, we love you. You're great. You sell out all the time. Here, here's five minutes. David, I sold my first 200 and we, that's all they ordered. So we sold out. The next morning I put out a press release. Forbes Riley sells out a spin gym the first time she's on air. HSN orders it and we have had a business that has been rolling for the last three wow. years. Wow. Now, a couple questions on this real fast. And, and this is just a story that, that just blew my mind in such a good way. Super inspirational and just ridiculous and, and a lot of different things. Here's my question. A lot of people would have given up at certain points here on this path. And, I, and I'm not saying that I would necessarily blame them to do so in certain points. Like, you know, meaning like, you know, they got rejected. They have this product and they're like, you know, it didn't work out and they, they just quit. You know, they quit after the YouTube comments. They quit after other people say it's not going to work. They quit after certain points, right? They quit after U.S. Customs seizes all of their stuff and it cost me $50,000 to get my stuff out of U.S. Customs. That would cause possibly a quit. Um, so, so there's these, there's these like different points, you know, and, and, and some people would say, you know what, Forbes, that's nuts. Like you could have another product or you could create something else. Maybe that would get a better response early on. Obviously this ends up working out in the long run as we know right now. Why or what <laughs> kept you going through those times of kind of negativity? And why did you say, you know what? No, this is the one that's going to work. I'm telling you right now, this is the way it's going to do it. And you've proved that. Um, but what kept you going through that, those points? You know, I, there's a, there's a, I, I, you know, it's a, and it's a terrible thing to say because I see people who've got a product that I know will never work with the same kind of ambition and drive that I had. I have years of experience about what sells on television and what sells to remember that $2 billion host. That's a woman who actually knows, who's seen things that don't work and have worked and why they work and why they fail. And all of that experience, which is something you can't buy, you can get me to coach you. Someone right. like Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I came absolutely. from a history and I bumped into this thing and I, in my whole heart and soul, David, I should have quit so many times. But I'll tell you what, um, I don't know if it's from somewhere else. This vision that I had 
The vision was really loud. The vision is that you can help people in a way, Forbes, that you've never done before. That Forbes, you've got a message to get out to people, but you can't do the same health and wellness. I had MLMs come to me. I don't want to sell other people's vitamins or their shakes. Right, sure. How do I distinguish myself from the pack and set myself up for the whole rest of my life? And I could have been right. I could have been wrong. You know, you see that person who puts the gambling thing on the table, but I knew. I just, I know when you touch this product, what you're going to feel in your body. I know I've never felt anything like it, and I'm just, I, I just, I decided, and every life is about decisions. I just decided that I was right, and that this was important, and that I was going to stand there and get criticized and take arrows and suffer. And I believe me, there are so many times I suffer for this silly little thing. But every time I put this thing in somebody's hands, by the way, it's a great pickup tool. Go to a bar. We do this all the time. And you get to touch somebody because you see their chest working, their arms working. If you go to HSN on, um, on YouTube, go HSN 2012, you'll see me sell it live. I've never been this excited about something. Why do you fall in love with somebody and your mother says she's wrong? When you fall in love, there's no explanation. There's no, you can't, yeah, you can't, you, can't, you can't change it. You just have to go with it. I fell in love and I believe in, my, I believe in me. And for the first time in my life, I've never believed in me so strongly. And you know what else happened? I have a body because of my belief in me now that I never had before. I'm walking around at 52 years of old age in a size four. This actually changed awesome. my life. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to change everybody's life that I can? And that's been the mission. And you know what? I'm having fun. I'm and I'm going to give you the tour of my house. Yeah, that's it. This is as we do it. And, and yeah, yeah. And that's and that's that's the final point here. It's one thing to create an unbelievable successful business, right, Forbes? Yep. It's another thing to also have the awesome lifestyle and ha be having fun with it. And this is this is one of the things that you rock with. So. When you believe in something, I'm sure, Rich, those are my shoes, by the way. Oh, yeah. In the closet. Is that just like rocking ridiculous? That's like, okay, uh, so my mom's a big shoe person, so, my, so is my wife. Okay, so that's the bedroom. And can you see the view out oh, the back? It's awesome. That's the view out the back. Because here's the thing. I come to understand after this journey that people like Richard Branson and Steve Jobs and Oprah Winfrey, if you told me that Oprah Winfrey, who is a larger woman of color at a time when we were not hiring black women to be on oh, TV, yeah. we're hiring Barbie dolls, could make it, there's no reason that she should have said yes, that she should have kept going. And I know she experienced heartache. Take you down the stairs now. But once you get it, once you key into who you are, that's why you're sitting at the microphone right now. You've keyed into the fact that you are a host. I know you did. When I watch you on stage, you're not pretending. Right. I see so many people, that's the piano. We need oh, to take yeah. you to the sauna. That, oh, that, wow, this is awesome. What a it cool is kind of cool. Yeah. Have you ever had someone do a walking tour? No, this is fine. Maybe we'll require it in the future. You know? Well, I've never done this before. I'm hoping we clean up enough. Wait a second. Wait, the kitchen where we spend a lot no, we of keep time. it real. We keep it real. So there's the kitchen. Oh, that the kitchen? Yeah. Oh, too big a kitchen. And then, actually, I'm going to show you something that this is why I do a lot of what I do now for them. Can you the see twins. that? That's my little boy and little girl. Very I'll tell you cool. what, everything changes and don't miss it. I know you're young right now, but make sure you have children because every, all of this doesn't matter at all. What matters is that I went to my son's baseball game the other day and I watched him hit and get the game ball. And I watched my daughter just ask me questions about life. And, and then they get to watch their mommy sell and I take them to, to work with me. I take them on TV with me. Yeah. Husband in here? Hey, Tom, say hi. Who's that? That's David. We're on. Hi, Tom. Hi there. How you doing? <laughs> He has no idea what we're doing. Now, by the way, this is not the TV studio that we just built. Right. But this is my gym because we really do work out with all this stuff. So cool. there's – let's see. Oh, you know what you'd like? 
Have you ever seen these? Yeah, those are the, the adjustable weights, right? Yep. And then I'm going to end my interview. I've got my little elliptical trainer. Oops, there it is. Elliptical trainer. I know I'm making you sick. But check this out. This is a sauna. Oh, sweet. It's a whole little light in it. Wait, hang on. I actually can turn on the light. You're going to love this. I spent a lot of time in here. Okay, so now we're going to finish. Oh, in the sauna. With my, and by the way, spin gyms are everywhere in our house because we do spin gym everywhere. Wait, sound here. How cool is that? Sitting in her sauna, spin gymming. You know, it's just, it's been an amazing adventure. So my advice to everybody who's watching this, thank you for putting up with me for the entire, entire interview. I actually can't see you without my glasses. I'm getting to be that age. Damn it. Um, it takes a lot of work. You know, when you love something. I, I read Ferris's book, 4-Hour Workweek. Not for our work week. I don't care what you do. Oh wait, did you disappear? No, I'm here. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. Yeah, no, four hour. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny because you're, you're freeze framed and you got this beautiful smile on your face. I'm looking at a picture of you. Oh just really? Kind of nice. Well, at least I, fro I froze in beauty, so that's good. Well, you look gorgeous. Um, it takes a lot of work, but it also, the thing that changed for me, and uh, I'll get a little emotional here because I. I wanted to be an actress, and I love when you have all these accolades and people treat you great, and that's wonderful. But on the morning of September 11th, the night of September 11th, which was September 10th, I didn't get on an airplane. I uh, got rerouted. Instead of going from Washington back to California, I ended up going through Denver. And can, are you moving? Yes, because like, you're, no, you're no, moving. I, I am, I am uh, reacting. You just can't. Maybe I'm frozen. I don't know. You're a little frozen, which is too bad. Um, yeah, my, uh, I just lost my, I lost my dad, I lost my mom, and I was in New York cleaning up the house, and uh, that night got on a plane, actually I was, I was united in first class, and it was raining that night at LaGuardia, and the woman said to me, um, what are you going to do tonight? And I said, I don't know, I'm just going to sleep in the airport. And she said, well, why would you do that, your first class? Why don't I just reroute you through Denver? And I'm here because of that sentence. I wouldn't, I would have been on the airplane with the people from Fraser and all the other And I woke up. Uh, shortly after that, is a couple of things. One, I would. Like, uh, I was 41 years old when I said I need to make this happen. And when you make a decision, it does happen. And then I also said that the rest of my life is not about me, but it's about how can I help other people. And so while all things that you just saw are nice, it's not why I do this. I get up every day because there's people who email me and Facebook me and communicate with me and come to my classes and want to get coached and want to be helped, whether it's physically, mentally, business. I do this every day, all day. I'm on home shopping because I get to talk to people. It's, it's like my, I'm like a preacher and I love getting to preach to people because it's possible. I mean, I literally, I look at my arm, I'm looking at my body going, oh my God, this woman is 52 years old. Good for her. What do, what do I know that I can teach other people? What were the years that I stood next to Jack Delaney? And he, he's not here anymore. All information that I can give to you. Obviously our interview has gone way longer than even you thought. I love this. And I love the fact that you're smiling and you're excited and you're going to tell other people and people who are watching this go, you know, I can do something today that I didn't think I could do if I stick with it. And, and don't be nuts. You do have to know when to cut bait and, and run. But I'm, I'm a stubborn person. You know, I, I know what I, what I get to do. And I know that this has impacted hundreds of thousands of lives. I've got somebody in a wheelchair. If you, if you Google Spin Gym, you'll see Christina, who's got cerebral palsy. You'll see Matt Gray, who's a quadriplegic. All thank me because I developed a, a fitness product they could do. Mm -hmm. um, that's it's the motive. A, it's just awesome. It's just everything about Forbes. You know, this has been super cool because, you know, on, on the rise of time, I just appreciate the time today because, you know, we have a lot of people come on and teach, you know, specific strategies or share different stories. And, and you know, 
I think at the end of the day, though, the things that I think fire me up and our, our community the most is when you just hear a story that's freaking real. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and that's what you've done. And, and it's just freaking awesome. It's unbelievable. I still can't believe you're 52. I, I want to say you're like 21, but that's a whole other story. Um, this stuff has been just unbelievable. I know I'm just, I need to go like hug a stranger or something right now. So we, we might have to, to cut it. I'm going to have li everything linked up. Um, I'm going to also have, of course, the spin gym linked yeah, up, it's... duh, Captain Obvious. So make sure to get one. I need to have one for, like for the show. I'm um, totally getting you one, buddy. No. All right. Awesome. Well, Forbes, spinjim.com. You know. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And so uh, thank you so much. This has been a freaking blast. Thank you. You know what? You And I'm just going to leave you with one last thing you just said. For so many years, I didn't speak and I didn't step out there because I hear all these people who've got their, their little pat speeches and things they want to teach. And I didn't know that my story could be exciting. So if you've got a story and you need to tell it, don't wait. You know, you're on the internet. You can go to a community forum. You can go anywhere and get your story out there. You can have more impact than you ever realized telling your story. And that's, thank you for acknowledging me today. Thank you. All right. You're more than welcome, Forbes. This was Forbes Riley on the rise to the top. All that stuff is linked up below. I'll see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland, live from Forbes' the sauna. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more super quick reminder, if you want to jump on that free trial of GoToMeeting, head over to GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and the promo code RISE for 45 days free. And one final reminder, make sure to get your butt on the RISE VIP list if you aren't already. Subscribe and your email below.